Hi everyone and welcome to episode 5 of A Hairy Situation. I'm Emily. I'm Emily. And I'm Tosh. So today we're talking about the song Alive. Um, So this is from the album Midnight Memories. And guys, I'm like so excited to finally get to this album because like I think every song on this album is a banger. Um, Mm. Tosh already doesn't agree with me. But okay. So, but first, I uh, wanted to like give us some update on like Harry stuff. So, Harry Styles is going to be on the cover of Better Homes and Gardens for their June issue. Wow. So, wow. Is yeah. he going to be gardening? There are some pictures that are garden esque. He's like, <laughs> he's like in the dirt. Um, <laughs> is he just got, like, he's just, like in some murky water. You showed me that picture of the fo- poster where he's just like in a swimming pool shaped like a heart and he's like naked, like right laying outside of it or something like that. I just like, imagine that with like a flower bed. He's oh, got you... like, a, like flower, like a flower sensor. It's not like that. Bits. So how did this come about? Like, because I think of better homes and gardens as maybe like the target audience. Is your grandma? Is my well, she's deceased, but um, yeah, are the grandmas of the world? So, um, okay, well, so like the name of this new album coming up is Harry's House, and so it's just like this cute little marketing thing to be like Harry's House in Better Homes and Garden, and which is like, yeah, again, like just this really odd but endearing move to be like, you know what, I've done both. Duck Rolling Stones. Really? I'm going to promote my album with Better Homes and Gardens. I feel like it's more of a move for Better Homes and Gardens. I was going to say. No, it you is. Because it's just like them, like, okay, we need to reach a younger audience. And it's their 100th anniversary edition. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. And so they were just like, hey, Harry Styles, Harry's oh. a, Harry a, a flower bed load of money. Yeah, well. So I'm sure that issue will be like the best-selling what? issue ever. Oh, well, yeah. okay, I've already called my grandma. Um, and I called her up and I was like, hey, um, do you still subscribe to Better Homes and Gardens? She's like, mm, I don't know. I subscribe that's, to like... That's probably too old for me. She, she's like, um, I subscribe to one of those magazines, but I think it's that one. I was like, okay, well, this artist that I really like uh, is going to be on the June issue. So, like, if you still get it, like, can you please forward me that issue in the mail? And she, she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... She's like, uh, what's his name? And I was like, Harry Styles. She's like, can you spell it? And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's, and I was like, well, you know, you can read it first, like get all your recipes or whatever, but can you just please send me the article? Oh and she's like, yeah. what, if, what if you get it? And it's just like the page that you just don't see it. And like, there's a bunch of ripped pages. In it, <laughs> My and grandma then, just, she was like, I want to keep these. Yeah. But she was like, she's like, I'll, I'll get to see what, what this guy is all about that you like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which she's always been very supportive of mine and my sister's um celebrity crushes. Like crush crush crushes. Oh, is that what we're calling you now? Not not obsession. Okay. Well um my my younger sister was like super into Zach Efron. Like Oh, okay. Obsessively. Like she was in elementary school and high school. She's probably gonna hear this right now. She's she's angry at you right now. She's not. She's angry. But she was in elementary school when high school musical came out. And she just fell in love with Zac Efron. So for, like, a really long time, my grandma would, like, keep pictures oh, of Zac Efron or, like, tell her, like, when he was on TV. That is so cute. And, like, yeah. we watched, we went to her house, after, like, that Saturday night and watched High School Musical when it premiered. Oh. So she's always been very supportive of um, our our celebrity Proclivities. crushes. And, um, yeah, so 
Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, yeah, he's a he's a really big deal, and I think this issue is gonna like sell out. And she's like, that's yeah. She's like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll get it to you then. She's like, since you won't be able to find it in stores, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> and I was like, now if you don't, you know, still get it, like that's okay. Like. I, I don't expect you to like, you know, sign back up for a subscription just because <laughs> I want it. You're uh, gonna you're gonna go back to grandma's house and she's gonna have Harry Styles posters everywhere. She might, you know, she'll be that like, one that one that one like now every time she sees him, she's like, That man. That's him. That's him. He's so my yeah. Man. So I have it on reserve, hopefully. Um, okay. But yeah, it's <laughs> I have it on reserve. <laughs> it's really odd. Well, I mean, again, it's, like, kind of a weird choice because, like, he's literally, like, talking about his sex life and everything, like, in better homes and gardens. And oh, my gosh. Everyone's just like, what is happening? <laughs> that is really bizarre. I bet some of their, like, long-term subscribers are going to be like, what the it's heck? It's just, like, that one of those weird moves where, like, uh, what was that channel? Like, um, uh, like, Discover, Discover, what was that channel where they just started being, like, there's just a bunch of reality, uh, Animal Planet, right? Like, it just had a bunch of reality shows at oh, a certain point. Oh, like My Cat from Hell or something? Yeah, it just turned into animal, vaguely animal-related oh. reality shows, a lot of them. I feel like that happened a little bit to the History Channel, too. Like, not... No, that's what I'm thinking. Sorry, I'm thinking oh. History Channel. Wow. Yeah, oh. sorry, sorry. Like, they would just be, like, you know, like crazy jobs and oh, it's like yes. a reality show but you're yes. like this isn't historical yes. <laughs> right right i think the animal kind of did a little bit but history channel was the one i was thinking of well yeah so um this is a big thing for better homes and gardens they'll probably never see sales <laughs> or they'll start having like celebrities on every like edition right right it's like uh, this this will definitely be their biggest issue ever um, be their coveted this will be every celebrity's coveted uh signing like right they'll like added, harry styles did it um like there's literally a picture with him like in the smirky pond in his underwear and oh. like this so wait have you already sweater. seen all the pictures and read all of the articles okay i did not read all of the article <laughs> because well i did a little bit because it'll be relevant later for this podcast um, episode, but I want to save the well, reading the whole article until I have an imprint. You, your hands are shaking. You're breathing heavily. I'm are sorry. you okay? <laughs> this is what <laughs> I was talking about. I'm just overwhelming because, like, he's going to have a new album out. And it's like, when this episode releases, it will be five days until, like, the new Oh, wow. So album and next so, week's episode is going to be... I think I'm just more amazed that, like, it is already all out on the internet. It really... Yeah. Like, well, why like, is that the case? Better Moms and Gardens, like, has a, that article, like, up on their website. Like, it's not uh, like someone else leaked it. It's like Better Moms and Gardens is like, gotcha. here it is, everyone. Interesting. I mean, I guess it'll still sell out regardless. Well, yeah. It, and it, it's all that whole thing of, like, print is dying, so we got to make it... Yeah. Exact, like, you know. But, yeah, it is interesting. That's our... Like, all the content's there, but... The issue was still sell out. I'm still dying to get my hands on um, the Vogue issue that he was on the cover of. Oh, I didn't know you didn't have that. No. Oh, because a friend of ours has it. Yeah, she does. And I went to Barnes & Noble like twice a week for a very long time to try to find that Vogue issue. And it just never happens for me. So mm. How much are they going for? I don't haven't even looked because I would probably spend that much money, um, oh, however nice. much it is. <laughs> And I can't do that to my bank account right now. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so. Anyway, what was Maybe I'll get the coveted Better Home to Gordon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, anyway, so the song today is Alive. And, again, this is all Midnight Memories. And so a little bit of my background with this album. Interestingly enough, 
I slept on this album because uh, it came out in November of 2013. So I was 21, and I guess I thought it was, like, too old for, you know, boy bands. And so I didn't really listen to this album. And then we started, well, there was, like, the hit songs that everyone knew um, from it. But then we started doing this podcast, and I started listening more, and I really, really, really love this album. I have listened to it, like, twice a day for, like, the past three weeks. Oh, my God. (laughs) I really love this album. Like, it is a banger, top to bottom. And, like, and especially, like, studying and stuff, like, it just really gets me motivated. So, like, if I need to do work, I just, like, turn on one of the songs. I'm, like, immediately in that headspace of, like, pumped. Yeah. Oh, okay. This... So you like this song? I really uh, like this song. Okay, so I'm, I'm like, I'm like, this is a this is a dirty song by Dirty Boys. I guy. I like, do agree with that, but I'll so even the, the the creep factor of this song it's is way. Creepy. Whoa, have yeah. you read the lyrics it though? Is, it is it's kind of a crazy. little date rapey on it. Yeah, like that's okay. maybe that's that maybe is, bringing it a little far. That was um, a that's, little problem. Okay, yeah. Um, well, it's, it let's, is. Let's, Oof. This, let's, first of all, okay, yeah, I'll go. Let's talk about who the writers of this song oh, okay, are. Okay, yeah. Um, okay, Julian Bonetta. My boy. John Ryan, um, who we've seen before. Louis Tomlinson, and then Jamie Scott. So, Jamie Scott is new to our podcast. Hi, Jamie. I'm sure he's a fan. Jamie. He's an English singer, songwriter, producer, and he's worked with other people like Justin Bieber, Ed Sheeran. And he has continued to work with Niall and Louie a lot during their solo careers. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Just. Okay. All right. So, let me, let me like, do, you know. Like, do you want the run... album info first or do you want. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Let's you do. Sorry. I'll let you okay. do that. Okay. So, the album is their third studio album. Um, and this was described as having a slightly rockier sound. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if y'all notice with this song Alive. Sorry, okay. <laughs> it's just like, anyway. Okay, um, so this album also debuted at number one in the US. So, third album to debut at number one. And this was the best selling album of 2013. Wow. Worldwide, despite having been released only five weeks prior to the, year, the end of the year. Wow. So, people were ready. Um, mm. Like, it sold a million copies in the U.S. in the first week alone. So, and then this was, like, the first stadium tour for One Direction. So, this album was, like, really big for them. And the song, actually, though, was, like, a bonus track for what was called the ultimate edition of the album. And it was not a single. Um, so yeah, so I can just tell Tosh is like really raring to go. No, um, I know it's fine. I mean, you you just... really need to like well, let it out just, about your okay, beef with this. Like, song. okay, you know, I'm, I'm always appreciative of a song with narrative, and you know, yes, especially it has, like definitely has a narrative. Yeah, uh, whew, oh boy, it has a narrative. But like, it's uh, you know, like at the same time, this has a classic pop structure where you have the chorus and goes back, mm-hmm. and it's kind of clever how. You go back to the chorus, and each time you go back to the chorus, it has a different, like, meaning. Uh, yeah, like, tone, yeah, yeah, speaker, like, voice to it. So that's kind of cool. Um, also, musically, like, you know, it's catchy. It's got that rock vibe to it. That's about where it ends for me of the likes that have about the song. Because there is, like, first of all, what is this doctor doing? Right. This what doctor kind of should therapist be like, should, this? Should, this, should this therapist be sued for malpractice or something? Or should it, this, what therapist is like, 
you know what? All your problems, don't worry about it. No, what? That's not no, a problem at I all. Think he's just... No, you know what? Continue doing everything that you're doing. <laughs> you're doing great. Actually, you don't even need to be here. Go to a party where you can go uh, uh, pressure a girl into sleeping with you. Okay. <laughs> That's what I got from the narrative. But I story. also did get that narrative a little bit. Like, he's like... I don't know why. It's like every time I see a new girl, I'm just like, I'm so horny. (laughs) And then he's like, so my my mom thought it was so serious that she sent me to a therapist about like my problematic behavior towards women. And then the therapist who is a female or, you know, woman, whatever, she's just like, it's all good. It's all right. As long as you feel alive. Okay. You know what, Harry Styles, your fourth nipple is really okay. speaking to me. And I am very First of all, I am this, very is, this is like one of the only One Direction songs where Harry does not sing by himself. Like, okay. on a self. He must song. have known. I, may, I, I respect him more for that. Right. Like, he is a feminist icon. Um, I had a completely different reading of this song. Would y'all like to hear it? <laughs> well, let me first just say that I really yeah. do like the music part of the song, and it kind of reminded me of Brian Adams. I don't know if that's like... Oh, yeah. My mom loves him, so like I like... Like in the 80s. I know all his music, and like, I was like, okay, like, it, you know, I, I do feel like in a lot of the songs that over-processed vocals, like, prevents it from being raw enough to be like true right. rock. Right, But the melodies and the feel, like, if, if the chorus was the only part of the song that had words... <laughs> I would be like, yeah, this is such a feel-good, like, yeah. song. But the verses were odd. <laughs> they were yes. just oh, really yes. odd. And, and uh, Emily, I promise I'll let you defend the song in a bit here. But, like, also, okay, you know how last, the last week's episode, uh, I talked about, about uh, my weird interpretation of a lyric, you know? This is one of those where, like, I thought I heard something weird again. And then it is weird. Like, okay, like, tell me, like, look at the lyrics, because this is what I wrote. One of the lyrics is, I took her in up to the balcony. No, I took her hand up. The lyric that I saw? Okay. Well, I'm on genius.com. I took her hand That doesn't sound good either. It's It's like, I I took her hand that was severed off of her body (laughs) up to the balcony. Okay, okay. I think I did Google lyrics or something, and Google was like, I took her in up to the balcony. And I was just like, what does that even mean? That seems... That, that um okay so i mean you know maybe there's some like uh, discrepancy in uh, the the lyric source that i had there but you know like just that the 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 tone is still a little a little okay. off to me and then and then well, one last thing i feel like <clears throat> i feel like this is like something that you can if you if the positive light is the song is about letting go and not feeling guilty for your feelings and attractions or it's a mass grooming effort by a boy band to get some groupies. Because that's what I get from it. Well, you know? that, whenever that line about, like, how I want a new girl every night came up, I was like, are they trying to, like, tell the fans, like, you have a chance? Okay, we're going to go through a different girl every night. Except Niall. Niall's like, you have a chance. Right. A Niall chance. thinks you have a chance. <laughs> but, like, that, you know, like, we're open to lots of girls. Okay, we're not settling down. So just, like, do your best to meet us and we can have sex right. with you. That was right. kind of the first thought that I had. It's just like it's just like a let's set ourselves. You know what? Hey, you know what? I we're not getting enough groupies. We're not really getting enough action. I on think tour. they had enough groupies. Okay, but I'm just saying. Like this is the the tone. This is like the 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 made up Tosh like voice that I'm adding to this. But like it's just it just felt like a little sinister. You know. All right, Emily so, is about to burst. Right, let's go. Okay. Let's go. Right, <laughs> um, because I always like to see the best in people. <laughs> um. I took this... Okay, I'm just going to kind of break it down. Okay. You know. 
Line by line. Okay. The beginning, when he's saying, my mother told me I should get some therapy because I'm like, want to have sex. I took this to mean that they come from like a really sheltered background where it's like really bad for like to have like extramarital sex. And so the mom was like, you're being too promiscuous and you're like being a bad person. So you need to go get therapy. When really... In reality, the therapist is just like, okay, look, you're like a young person. This is natural. You're not doing anything wrong if you sleep with people. That was the first verse. That's how I took it of like, you know, we shouldn't be sex shaming people out here. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to write down my stuff because I don't want to interrupt your thing. And then, okay, so then the next verse is talking about going to a party and he, like, meets this girl, and he's like, you know what? I, I do want to, like, have, like, a one-night stand with her. Sure. And so he, like, suggested to her. Okay, and then that one line, she said okay, but she was worried what her friends would think. Seems a little problematic because you're like, is he, like, coercing her? Mm-hmm. But I do not think that he is because... He is still concerned, like, what her, like, I think he is concerned about what her friends would think if she's worried about that, too. But then... What, where are you getting that, that he's concerned? I, well, okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my... I was just making lines. sure there wasn't a lyric. Well, then the pre-chorus is, uh, she can't, con- she's going crazy, can't contain it. She asked me, what should I do? So, I think she's also, like, wanting to have this one-night stand, and she's like... Like, I really want to do this, but, like, my friends are going to, like, slut-shame me. And he's like, honey, listen, you shouldn't you, you shouldn't be like that. We, you know, can be young, and this is, like, I'm not going to slut-shame you, and your friends shouldn't either. I, I think that is my defense <laughs> of the song. I mean, I, I think that reading... Like, I'm, I'm like, okay, that yeah. actually feels pretty good. Right. And obviously, that's a much less problematic reading, so we right. don't have to, like, walk away and cancel the podcast. No, so, right. no, no, no. I mean, yeah, but, like, there's still some, like, very wishful thinking, I think, because, okay, well, okay, we, we talk a lot about perspective of these songs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how it's the artist uh, expressing something to me. So, I think that part of... Part of that uh, interpretation uh, is implying that this is from the perspective of a normal person. Like, hey, this is like a narrative that, like, of a guy that is is in this household, right? Like, and I can see in that, like, that you're right. Like, I can see that being a very uh, endearing storyline. Mm-hmm. But you said it yourself earlier with like, this is their first stadium tour. This is five dudes. And like sleeveless shirts, thrusting in like tight pants. Okay, I don't know if they were thrusting. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying it's very clear which perspective uh, this song, the lyrics are meant to be from. To me, at least, you know, like there's these are people from like like whether they like it or not from a place of power. So oh, I, I cannot like, remove that. They're like vibe, singing to a lot that of that predatory girls vibe from like, yeah, exactly. It, that's I, I cannot separate this from like a predator just because like. I can't not picture the these famous boys singing this song. 
Right, like, if, if, like, a regular naive boy and a regular naive girl had that conversation of, like, what should I do? And it's like, well, That's I innocent. think we're allowed to just go for it. Yeah. Versus, you know, in, in the reality in which, like, a One Direction member would be saying that, like, that you, there's, like, an imbalance of power. I think That's this is where it came from where, 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 where our opinions differ because it's just about, like, where you think the speaker of the song is coming from. I think that, that it's kind of, it's kind of cool, like, uh, how different the tone can read depending on the the, okay. the voice, you know? Like, yes. Well, like, for the first, like, probably ten times I listened to this song, I just, like, didn't even hear the lyric. I mean, the like, the verse lyrics. I was just like, right. hey, it's all right, you yeah. know? Um, but then, like, I read the lyrics and I was like, hmm. And I was like, surely they're not being like this. So you did have that vibe. So you did have the instincts. (gasps) Oh my gosh. You made up this other reading. So you're like, I love the song so much. How can I bend it to it so that that I can continue loving the song? Well, I just didn't want to like, you know, I don't think they're bad people. I I don't don't think so either. And plus they probably didn't even write these lyrics. Yeah. We blame it on Louie. He's credited as a writer. Oh my god. But it's still it's still like it's it's like Julian Banana. (laughs) Hey, it's my boy. Uh, no (laughs) No. Uh no, I agree with you, like that um well, okay, no, I I I can see them being very good people, all these all these guys. But it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Anytime someone is in a place of power you see it happen a lot like they ha- you have to be like you have to be really careful with this because people are very influenced right. even if you don't if you if you're not malicious about something mm-hmm. you, you have this power over people you can't deny it that yeah. like you know anything you say they're, they're you know they're more they're more uh easily they're susceptible to what you say so i don't know maybe that's more that's maybe that's too uh too much to expect from I, I'm, I'm imagining early 20s these 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 guys were at this time also um, 2013 yeah. like we're way before the me too movement you right know, like, like this right, was right. 10 years ago and but, i do think there was like they were probably like especially again like only one of the members was a credited writer and like the other writers are probably trying to give them like you know, a sexier feel and a sexier vibe mm. and like, you know, like wrong route, wrong way to do it. Like, right. It's just like how can we make this song that seems like, you know, gritty and hot and then they like write this song and I don't know anything about like their contracts, but like they probably just like, you know, right had right. to do a lot of stuff and like, you know. Yeah. So just to me, like, as well intentioned as it may be, at best it is not aged. It has well. not aged well. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. I agree, and I, I do like totally like agree with the points of like you do have to take responsibility, like especially with the more power you have, and you know, to quote Spider Man, you yeah, know, with, yeah. with great power comes great responsibility, right. and like, you know, this was like a huge album for them, obviously because of the stadium tour, and like. Yeah, I mean, by I the way, it. by the way, you're allowed to like the song that you like, and like uh, you know, art, uh, creativity in any form. Uh, I think it should be able to be expressed without, you know, without censorship. So, like, if something to me, to me, if if a piece of art evokes something in me and evokes something negative in another person, I shouldn't feel guilty about liking it. So, I don't mean in any way to say like anyone who likes the song shouldn't like it. It's just like. This is what I got from it, no. and I think it's weird, but I'm not going to knock someone else for liking it. So profound. Thank <laughs> you. I agree, and I, like you said, like, the chorus on itself is so catchy, and like the lyrics are just so nice and easy, and so like I, I like the song. Like I, I was more like 
<laughs> these lyrics are in just really bizarre mm-hmm. um, and can be read in a way that is not great. Yeah. But, like, like it didn't destroy the song for me. I was yeah. more just like, I feel like this would be, like, something that we would all laugh about. Like a One Direction trivia <laughs> game or something. Like, that, that song. That, well, what song that has the craziest lyrics? Oh, well, yeah, it's just like one of those songs that like they obviously did not give that much thought to yeah. during the writing process. I feel like someone thought they were being so cool and creative. They're like, yeah, so like think about it this way. Okay, they start and they're going to a therapist. therapist. <laughs> <laughs> like, they really thought that they had just broken right. like, songwriting. And then they were like, and he's going to go and give the same advice to the girl he wants to sleep with and it's like my girl i could actually see like the the formation of the song around that like song structure <laughs> that i mentioned earlier right, yeah. I, actually, again like, i thought that was really cool like i love it when a song does that uh, that I mean, is a songwriting strategy of like you know like yeah first a tells this part of the story and then like because it makes b like turns it around to like now like the listener is the speaker and you know and and like here's another angle at it too because a structure like that lets it um, allows you to enjoy it without really listening to the lyrics right like you were saying like you really love rocking out to it um (laughs) before you like read it but then you know you you uh reasoned it to yourself uh no but um i can also see that being a really strong draw for people without english as their first language you know, like where they can enjoy the song without needing to know the lyrics and like the, the, the structure is there. And then, but then like, you know, it has a narrative so that they want to dig deeper and read into it. You know, maybe this isn't the best song, example of something like that. Because <laughs> then they read into it and like, oh, this is how English this is. is how this is how American English speakers are. are, are. No, but, is. but you know what I mean? Like, I like the, the idea of a song structured like this because of that. Anyway, yeah. So th- those like- are those are all the the uh, you know we were talking before this podcast and uh, we kept mentioning the song. And I was like, oh, you you uh, you like the song, huh? So like I've been yes. I've been uh, holding it in, and thank you for letting me go off on it. Ooh, I feel like it got really deep, really <laughs> fast. <laughs> I had a lot to say about the song. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> We can, uh... Well, I just, I don't, I don't the, even know if there's anything more to say about the lyrics. We really, we really dug into them. Is there, is there, um, you know, what could settle this all is if they had a music video. I would, I'd be kind of scared True. if they had a music video for this song, like last week's song, you know, because well, that, that made me think, you know, more, uh, intently about the song lyrics and stuff for that song. Maybe it would change my mind if they had a music lyric. Or maybe it would make me very cringed. They don't have a music video for this. So, I will say we haven't really talked about the bridge. It says, we gotta live before we get older. Do what we like. We got nothing to lose. Shake off the weight of the world from your shoulders. Oh, we got nothing to prove. So, I actually did have, like, a few problems with this bridge um, that I wanted to discuss. Um, But not as large as some of the issues we brought up. But, um, basically, we gotta live before we get older. Like, sir... Old people have lives, too. Right. <laughs> like, you know, old people have very vibrant vibrant lives. Like, right, right. you know, it's not all over after, like, 40 or whatever. Um, it's easy for you to say. You're not even over 40. <laughs> you're not even 35. <laughs> well, and, and, uh, that's another thing, by the way. Like, we got we got to live before we get older. That's a very groomy, like, piece, like, that's to me, that comes off very, like, it's just like, well, hey, we, we got to do this now. We can't wait for later. That's true. You know? Yeah. That's just to me. And then he's like, we got nothing to lose. Like, sometimes you do have things to lose. Like, the stakes, I don't know. Like, I was always afraid of making mistakes when I was younger because I was like, I'm going to, like, 
not get into college or something, you know. So like, right, yeah. right, right. I don't know. Sometimes I've always been wary of like nothing to lose attitudes because I'm just like. Well, actually, I have a lot to lose. Thank you. <laughs> you know, like right, um. right. there is. Yeah, yeah, it comes back to that innocence. If you like look at it through the lens of innocence, like there's like in the optimism of something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you're like, they're like, okay, this is this can be taken a lot of ways. <laughs> right. Like yeah, on the surface, I think it's a very innocent song, and then you start like peeling back the layers, and you're like. Could y'all have thought, like, maybe five more seconds about <laughs> just, just five? Just um, five? And then I think you could have tweaked Julian, a lot of it. Julian, my boy, you're like, He's you're me. He got too caught up in the therapy angle. And just yeah. He was just like, away. it's therapy. He was just like, hey, I'll write this therapy block. Y'all build the rest what, of the song. And then he comes back and like, uh, I don't know. Oh, oh it's due now? Okay. What if one of the writers went to therapy about, like... We should write about therapy. About, like, sex addiction, addiction right. or something, and they came back and, like, guess what, guys? That is a great experience. Right. Let's write a song about it. Not, I'm not belittling anybody with, like, addiction or anything. No, of course not. Not what I'm saying. So. I'm just saying, what if they did go to, like, just, like, a casual therapy and was like, oh, you know, I've just been really wanting to hook up with a lot of people. <laughs> and then the therapist wait, was wait. like... Write this down, write this write down. Write this down. She's like, hey, it's all right. <laughs> Does it make you feel alive? And he's like, don't look back. Live your life. No, well, we know that didn't happen because then she'd be like, I can't give you lyrics to you because doctor patient confidentiality. So maybe the lyrics were way more profound. And sorry, let's stop stop this metaphor right now. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, anything else to say about the lyrics? Uh, Well, uh, we're saving favorite lyrics for later, right? Yeah. Okay, that's it for me. Emily, do you have any other, like, thoughts? Well, not to, like, re- I'm sure that the fi- the lovers of this song are probably like, stop talking about how it makes them look bad. But, you know, when he goes to the party, he's like, I met a girl and I took her right up to the balcony. They haven't even been talking for very long. And he immediately takes her up there. So, it's just, again. Balcony's a magical place. A lot of things can I mean, happen he in the was, balcony. Yeah, he was just like... But he, the point is he isolated her. Yeah. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, yeah he was just like, see, I'm here for one purpose and one purpose only. Another example of you see two sides of the same coin. Yep, yep. But anyways, I did not dislike the song. I just think the lyrics could, uh, you know... Well, I think they were being, trying to be so edgy, too, with like that lyric, I whispered something in her ear that I oh, just can't repeat. I know! And I was like, oh my god. I was like, god. weren't they like... Young in 2013. Um, let's see. I think Harry's like 28 right now. He's yeah, he's 28. So that was nine years ago. Oh my god, he would have been like 19. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, 19. Yeah, he was born in 1994. I mean, look. I guess like 19 year olds can have sex lives, but I mean they do. <laughs> like my point is, yeah, they their are audience. Like- if they were 19, their audience is like 12. You know, yeah. What I'm right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And they were like, "Look at this cheeky lyric." And I- although, when I was like seven, I was really into Alanis Morissette and had <laughs> every word to that album. I think it was "Hand in My Pocket." Yes, I had every- "Jagged Little Pill." Jagged Little Pill. Yes, I had every um, lyric on that album memorized. And now I'm like, "Oh my gosh," <laughs> because like there is some extremely graphic stuff in that album. So when you're a kid, you don't really realize what you're singing about, so wow. it's probably fine. Well, Louis would have been, you know, he's a credited writer. He would have been 20, like 21 at the time. Okay. 
Which, still, that's <laughs> still just so young. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow, okay. Sorry, I'm just, like, realizing the gravity of, like, how young they were. Like, they started on X Factor with, in 2010. Harry was 16 years old. Oh, my gosh. Like, that is insane. Okay. Wow. Are you, are you, tra- just, are you like, turning this, like, the, like, the, like, predatory nature, possibly, of this song into, like, wow, they were so young, like, no, that's not what I'm saying. No, I'm saying that, like, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, this song was obviously, like, written for them. Like, they didn't write this song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, like... I mean, it's, like, a, like a non-sequitur observation. Of, like, just, like, the way that, like, they were... and Which, we're talking about, like, a boy band here, but, like, this happens so much worse with, like, young women and stuff. Just how, like, very sexualized they were from, like, a very young age. And, like... Right. And it's just... And, again, like... Okay, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, and then right. it, I think it becomes like very evidence in this song, like not that like they're That's not it. allowed to like you know be adults or whatever, but like that they're like right. still like, encouraging that. Right. Like, That's a really when good they're not, just... they're probably still like figuring themselves out. And yeah, stuff. they like, they're kind of thrust into this. Uh, I uh, don't mean thrust like that. No, thrust. <laughs> they're thrust into this like very spotlight situation where they don't really get to stop and think about what they're doing so right or like what they prefer the image they want to give and, and yeah. which is something harry talks about in his like better homes and gardens interview oh there you go it's about like this image that they had to present which like on one hand they really had to be presented as like these clean-cut boys that like never caused any trouble but then they like would get songs written like this for them. You know, they're like these actually sexy bad boys, but like if any, if they actually behave like that in real life, they would be like disowned from One Direction like immediately. So like being like such like ball and chain from mm. such a young age and then not getting to explore like your own personality and stuff. Right, like, right. Like it's, it's basically laid out in black and white for you. Like this is what you have to be. Um, and this is who we're going to present you as. Um, and I wonder if that that persona that you just talked about with them being so clean cut uh, in the in the public eye has a lot to do with why those songwriters felt it was okay to uh, counter it. Yeah, no, I view, think you know? because like, yeah, and uh, Emily, I know you've talked on past episodes about like the whole like K-pop band and like what they would do like to to their for their fans and stuff, or like you know this persona that mm-hmm. they would create for the fans, and I think that's what the One Direction managers, like, probably wanted was, like, this mysterious air of, like, oh, like, here's these sexy guys, and we're going to tease at it, but we're not going to, like, let you in on it. Mm And, you know, it's just something to kind of, like, lure the fans in or, like, Mm. you know, hang them on a hook or whatever. Keep them them alone. Keep them guessing and, yeah, and, like, always wanting more. Yeah, so. It's just really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, for me, I, I don't think of any of that stuff when I'm hearing it. I just listen to the song. Excuse me. I just like listen to the song, read the lyrics, and I'm just like, I mean, surface level, like musically, it's great. Lyrics level, like not knowing the people behind it, you know, mm-hmm. this comes off not so great. <laughs> right. It definitely did not age. Yeah. Well. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, nine years later. <laughs> but I, mean, I feel like that's gonna be a lot of this podcast, right? Because you know them as people so much better than I do or even Emily does. And so like Or that's... I mean I know of them of what like 
You can admit that you're friends yeah. with them. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. if I was, you guys, oh my I, god. Do you think that she'd be hanging out with us? <laughs> do you no. think I would be here right now? <laughs> <laughs> I would um, still be hanging out with you guys, but y'all would know if I were friends with them. But you know, like, like speaking of friends, like you know someone as a friend, you're way right. more willing to be understanding about something they do or say. Yeah. And you have to like... Even if it's not, you know, in this case, not their words necessarily. Right. And I think like it's really important that we like allow people to grow and stuff and to mature. And I Definitely. think like someone like Harry Styles and his music has like proven that. He has done that and he has, he is a feminist icon now. Like I don't think he would like right. write a song like this anymore, you right. know? Well, he didn't the, write this the, one. So. The difference between... <laughs> Last week's the song and this week's song is couldn't be bigger for me. Right, because like last week's song is all like adore you is just celebrating like someone you love and all the good things about them and like mm-hmm. everything is just very like you know I'm not yeah. trying to be like weird. <laughs> and this song it seems increasing some sort of score. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. It's just I don't know. There's some like something sleazy about it that I get that, that I get that I get from it. And I respect that reading. <laughs> Of the song. Someone's not going to talk to me for a while after this episode. It's okay. It's okay. We all have, you know, our own reconciling to do with this song. Oh. But yeah, any other thoughts? Okay. Well, um, then we'll move into stylish speculations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this will probably, I mean, just very much on the same dynasty that, that we've been talking about. But so, like, a lot of fans do theorize that this song is about struggling with your sexuality. And. You know, the part about going to therapy and being like, oh, I just want to hook up with everybody, like, whatever. But one of the, like, biggest fan theories that I found is that this is actually about accepting that you were gay. Mm-hmm. And then if you switch all the pronouns and reverse them all and you change, like, girl to guy, then it's about, yeah. But that they couldn't sing about it openly at that time. Right. Yeah, that does sound like a fan theory that, that would exist. Yeah, I don't think that that's what it really is about. But like, it's not as crazy as the fans are a fish. Okay, right. you've got to get over that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so that's like literally, I was trying to find like more theories or more information on this song, and that it just kept coming back to that was like. It's about accepting your sexuality, and it's about accepting your homosexuality, which mm. is fine if you do, and if this song helps you do that, that's yeah. great, but I don't think that's what this song was doing back in 2013. It was a song about accepting that you're a lesbian. That's mm. what it, it was. It should have been women singing it. I'm reading this song again, and it reads so much better, like, with that perspective. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, if... if like, I could if so like I see... I went to the, a like, therapist... And my mother like, told me I had to, like, that classic of, like, not being accepted because of your homosexuality. Yep. Like, we see that all yep. the time. You're, like, because we do know, like, in the gay community, like, they get sent to, like, and then in therapy because... Right. People think there's something and wrong. And then a therapist, him. someone who is professional, and like, you know, look, there's nothing wrong there's nothing with this. Wrong. Yeah, like, right. you know, like that actually make would make that would flint the song on me. I mean, maybe that's why fans have like really latched onto this theory because they're like, we have to make this yeah. song. <laughs> okay. no, honestly, it completely transformed the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and and then the whole line of like, if it was a guy, like he took his hand, like right. if I took his hand and he said okay, but was worried about what his friends would think. You're worried about like if they, yeah, you know, right. If your friends it. would be like weirded out if you were gay and right. So yeah, friendships it, over something about your identity, like that's like really one hundred percent turns this song on the head. It's like if you 
take that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, next time you listen to it, you can, like, just put that filter on if you want. I, I love it. Like, we kept being, like, we've said everything we have to say. We have been on such a long journey. And I love well, it. Well, I, yeah. I think we all in this room, and I think it'll come across on the podcast, can sense that we have very different opinions. And so we're trying to meet no, the I'm middle not, somehow. I'm not trying to meet the middle. <laughs> I'm just saying when I said. Oh. No, no. I'm just, like, no, understanding each other's, like, counterpoints. Yeah. yeah no. Well, I think we've all had so much to say that we're just like, I'm waiting for my chance to like, just <laughs> spill it out. Well, but yeah, um, I also have a quote from Harry Styles in Better Homes and Gardens, since his song is like very like sexy and obviously about like uh, having one night stands. But um, Harry Styles says that he's began to work through issues related to like his intimacy and dating and love. He said for a long time, it felt like the only thing that was mine was my sex life. I felt so ashamed about it. Ashamed at the idea of people even knowing that I was doing it, let alone who with. So, I think going back to, like, what we talked about earlier with this song, of, like, this was, like, presented to them, or something that they were probably, like, you know, required to do, or under contract and stuff, and, like, having to present as, like, this clean-cut, but also kind of, like, edgy, naughty, wink boy. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, you know, like, that has to be hard. Like, again, he was, like, 16, and, like, now we know that, like, he's opening up like 19 well he's 19 when the song came yeah, out yeah, he was 16 yeah, right, yeah right. during x factor days but like now that he's like you know kind of coming out like you know he wears dresses or he like does a lot of things that are like um not gender normative i think it's like really interesting to see like from where their journey has been especially him like you know the transformation and i think like this song speaks to like I think that quote, too, made me rethink the song, especially the beginning part, because he was, you know, I used to be really ashamed of just being a normal kid in my 20s that had these feelings of, like, you know, wanting to have, like, intimacy, and I thought it was, I was made out to think it was a bad thing, and it wasn't. And so, you know, I think that's kind of, like, why I had, like, a different lens on that first verse, was that, like, you know, having to accept... But it, that's okay to be human, you know, right. and everything that comes with it. And now he's bloomed like a flower, yes. much like the flowers in his bed, better homes and garden. Uh, all right, go pick up your copy. To di- no, I'm just kidding. That. <laughs> it's not out yet. <laughs> but yeah, so um, that was the stylish speculation. I like that one. Thank that you. was the first yeah, uh, was fan theory that I could get behind. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Harry is like himself. It's like. A lot of his songs suggest that, like, bisexuality and stuff, like his solo career. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's a, I don't know, a, quite a journey right. that we've been on for this song. Yeah, it and really then, is. And, and then yeah. Harry's been on. <laughs> All right, so are y'all ready for the Harry fun fact? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, this song mentions going to therapy. Uh, well, Harry Styles is very open about his experience with therapy, like, and his mental health, and he encourages his family and friends, and even his fans, to go to uh, therapy. And cool. he says it's been uh, like huge benefit. So um, you heard it here. You heard it from Harry. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. <laughs> we all need it. So yeah. That's uh, cool. So do we want to go with our favorite lyric? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'll oh just gosh. go ahead and go first. You just since... you dive right in. You know, I've already expressed how I feel about the lyrics of the song in general. So, and, and and this is just a section of the block of lyrics in it. I don't know how I feel about the rest of the song, the lyrics around it, but don't look back, live your life. I just 
like agree with that sentiment. I like the I like the feeling it makes me feel and what makes me think of. So yeah, not, the rest of the blog not so sure about, but the sentiment of that particular oh. phrase I agree with. I like it. Thank you. Um, I don't know that there's a like just even though I like the sentiment of the chorus, like I feel like the lines themselves are just kind of meh. But other than the one Tosh just picked, of course. Um, <laughs> but I do like the line, shake off the weight of the world from your shoulders, because that just seems like good advice. It's very therapist. I want to do that. I hope that we can all do that. <laughs> shake, shake that weight off. Yeah. You go to therapy, just shake it off. Oh, no, it's a Taylor Swift reference. God. Sorry, it went right over my head. <laughs> If, it, if we had sponsors, by the way, this would be episode to have like better help or something like right. that. Right, that's true. <laughs> better help, better you. Well, I mean, we can still plug betterhelp.com, I guess. Yeah, yeah. we're not even, they're not we're, even paying us. And well, now they know that we're willing to talk about them without the It's like, okay, now betterhelp.com, we are willing to negotiate. Um, yeah, whatever you Or pay any us. other mental health yeah. service. Um, is BetterHelp the one where you like text your therapist? I can't remember. Like, I think you can, but they have their own portal. Oh. I think there's multiple options. Yeah. Okay. Right. The texting is one. Okay, cool. Um, okay, so my... <laughs> I don't know if this is my favorite lyric, um, but I think it's, like, the funniest. Just uh, went to a party I just after the doctor talked to me. Um, you know, I just think that's, like, hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, you yeah say, I was just like, that's your favorite. Like, well, no. Okay. I know you said, yeah, yeah. It's but... not my favorite, but it's just, like... That was the a lyric. Most bizarre. Yeah, that was a lyric where I was just like, what is oh, going on? Usually here? it's just like after therapy, I want to like crawl in a hole. And they're just like, I'm going to a party because the therapist told me I can do whatever I want as long as I feel alive. Their energy is out of this world. <laughs> so, um, but no, my favorite lyric, I think, would be, I guess, the same as Tasha's. Don't look back, live your life. I mean, there's not a lot to care to choose from here. Hashtag live your life. So, um, so yeah. Um, so that was uh, Alive by One Direction. Oh, we didn't do our ratings. Oh, our ratings. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, you're about to hate me. No, no, it's okay. Um, all right. Let me go first. Tosh, give your rating. Set the precedent here. No, Mm -hmm. um, okay. You know what? Y'all have won me over a little bit. I was going to give this a one. Wow. I was going to okay. one. Uh, but I did, you know, appreciate certain music, musical elements of it. And, um, you know, especially with that stylish speculation. It's not a lot, but I'm going to raise it to 1.5. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? Wow. Okay. So it's a 1.5 for me. Emily? Uh, I think it's like a solid three for me. Um, again, like I thought the lyrics were weird, but I like the song. I like the, the melody. Again, like, felt like something I could easily just be like, Brian Adams, 18 till I die. <laughs> Maybe a little like that. Like, whatever. Okay, alive. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But, again, like, it's not like it blew me away. But I enjoyed it. So, three. Okay. Well, considering, like, the mental gymnastics that I had to do to, um, <laughs> like, accept the lyrics, even though I, I still think, like, this song, like, uh, m- melody, or, you know. Musically. Musically-wise yeah, yeah, right, yeah. is a banger. Uh, I want to go to 2.5. Oh, we've got we've got a, a, a unheard of precedent here where the super fan rated it lower than a rated, uh, the regular. Yeah, the, I just you know how to go. My God, a 2.3 like rating. That is, that is average. Our lowest, lowest three. That is for sure the lowest one. That is our lowest 
yet. Wow. Well, yeah, you know, what a turn. Sorry for bringing us down. With no, the, I mean, I think it was an important average. conversation to have. Um, and I'm really like a lot to think about, you know, like, <laughs> you know, where we've grown and yeah. And nine years since this song was released. So, so yeah, that was a, a lot. So, um, next week we'll, we'll be talking about another world from oh, their no. first album. Yeah, it sounds like a first album Woo-hoo. title. Yeah, another um, world. Okay. All right. So, stay tuned. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.